to oh, I did want to. I did have a side note that I would not want to be saved in a 1987 TV ambulance because I looked in one and it looked to be a vinyl bench that you would find from like a skating rink in there with no other equipment. <laughs> a vinyl bench. There was like a big You're vinyl just rolling bench. rolling around, falling They like the loaded floor. somebody in and they're like, they'll be fine, we're going to the hospital. And I was like, that was a cargo van with nothing in it but a vinyl bench. And I was like, I wouldn't want to have to get saved the by... The speed limit's like 25. That's true. It's not true. like they're going that fast. Well, that's true. And I'm like, and if they were in Cabot you're probably going to oh be okay. God. Although, are there any, you know, trauma surgeons? Well, but I yeah. can imagine the roads are pretty bumpy. I don't know. Mm, yeah. Interesting there. Is it a mountainous place? I mean, I yeah, I mean, not many people live there. So do you even have good doctors? Who knows? Interesting. Oh, my God. I'm dead. You're listening to TV Tangents, a retro TV podcast. Tonight on TV Tangents. Hi, Natalie. Hi, Rebecca. We are back. Yay! We've been gone for a long time. We have been. It's been We've busy. been very busy. There's been life and sorry. Um, oh, before we get into the show that we're talking about tonight, mm-hmm. I want to give a shout out to our listener, Julie Ingoff. I'm not sure if I'm even pronouncing it correctly. I apologize, Julie. She keeps us updated on TV celeb birthdays yes. and news and everything in our private Facebook group. Yes. And we appreciate you so much, Julie. We do. It's I, awesome. Yeah. I always like seeing that because I can't keep up on all that. And I try to post mm-hmm. them when I find them. And I think also recently, I think we might have missed Victoria Principal's birthday because I think <laughs> it was a few days ago. I mean, um, yeah. But yeah. So we missed some. We don't celebrate everybody's birthday. Yeah. Um, but it pops in there in our group all the time. So yeah. we appreciate everyone who comes into the Facebook group and shares yes. stuff like that. Shares the good things. It's awesome to see. And if you want to find our private Facebook group, you go to our page. You can find it there and join and we'll let you in. We'll let you in the back door. Slide in there and be like, hey, guys, I got some hey info on some TV shows. Some birthdays. Hey, hey. Really hey. Not, it's really not that slick. You're not sliding in the back this, door. You're literally just walking really in the open front door. It's fine. weird way to say it. But <laughs> that's was fine. kind of, yeah. Um, so today we're talking about a mystery writer mm-hmm. who seems to encounter crime wherever she goes. Wherever she goes. Which is really odd. Murder, she wrote, is what we're talking about. According to IMDb, professional writer and amateur sleuth Jessica Fletcher uses her intellect, charm, and persistence to get to the bottom of every crime she encounters. My favorite part about this is how cheerful the theme song is to a show about murder. (laughs) Like, we never really get into, like how much murder there is and how sad it is. It's like, oh, this person was murdered. This person was murdered. I even in the beginning, I was kind of like, Jessica doesn't even react when she finds a dead body. No. She's just like, she, I mean, there's really no, sometimes she's just has the look like whatever. (laughs) It's never, I mean, all these other actresses are a little over the top at times. Oh my God, they freak out. Especially if it's not something horribly gruesome. Like I watched an episode where they found a guy in his, bathtub with a tv in there yeah and yes 
she, this woman was like, ah, covering her face. And I'm like, oh, wait for Jessica to come in and just be all calm. Like, oh, a murder. Oh, a murder. Mm, I get, or, you know, for her, I guess it's always right away. Oh, a death. Mm, but, you know, in her brain, she's going, it's probably yeah. murder because I'm here. Yes. I so, remember that one. Yeah. She was like noticing everything in the room. And then she's like, there was a whiskey glass here. Mm-hmm. And now it's gone. Because the first thing she does is offer it up to, like, the widow. Like, did you want a spot of bourbon? Oh, wait, there was just a glass of bourbon there. Right, right. <laughs> oh, Jessica. And she was, mm. weren't they at a bed and breakfast? Because mm. Jessica travels everywhere mm-hmm. and has the life of a single, apparently well-off Mystery well off mystery. In the very beginning, I watched the like the very beginning, and it was kind of like she wasn't as well known. And then I think they were like, we better make her famous because <laughs> she's always in all these different places now with the yeah. murder. And I did read a thing that said they were talking about they called it Cabot Cove syndrome because Cabot Cove is the name of the very mm-hmm. small main town that she's supposed yeah. to live in. And it said uh, the constant appearance of dead bodies in remote locations. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, how does... Because, you know, when you watch shows like The Law and Orders mm-hmm. or any cop show, Magnum P.I. even, any of those kinds of things where somebody is tasked with solving the murders... But if you're just a book writer and all of a sudden murder follows you everywhere you go because you write about murder, I would start to think that you're in on it. Right. Right. Yeah. Like maybe you are creating content. Yeah. Yeah. That could be the case. True story. That's kind of what I thought. And she "Mm." does, but she does go out of Cabot Cove a Mm -hmm. lot because she goes on a lot of book tours and she goes on vacations. And when she was in Hawaii, she kept getting calls to the front desk of people asking her to be on their show. And she's like, no, I'm on vacation. (laughs) It was wonderful. I love it. And I love how she, yeah, she has the, in, in Cabot Cove, she has the relationship with, uh, the sheriff, Amos, and he, like, all they have that relationship, so he knows, but she goes other places, and people are like, I'm sorry, who are you? Like, the police yeah. are like, who are you? And why am I listening to you right now? Oh, my and gosh, so the sheriff funny. that kept telling her to go back to her kitchen or whatever, mm. I was like, excuse me? Like, dude. Oh, the 80s. So Murder, She Wrote ran on CBS for 12 seasons from 1984 to 1996, It aired on Sunday nights until the final season when it was moved to Thursday, which put it up against Friends. Mm -hmm. And then the ratings dropped significantly. Yeah, I tell you. Although I can't imagine the audiences crossing over much. True. I did read somewhere, though, that they were pretty much up in arms because they were mad about that. Like that several people were like, eh, they wanted it. And I mean, if you're like, oh, I'm going to sit in on my Sunday night and watch my murder, she wrote. Like, you'd be mad if it just changed nights. And that was still early on when there was no DVR. And so if you didn't have a VCR where you were recording, you'd have issues, maybe. I didn't watch murder, she wrote as a child. My mom watched it. In reruns, I'm sure she watched it on Sunday night, too. Mm. I don't remember. She watched it in reruns during the day. So, like, in the, mm. in the summertime, okay. I would watch it. Yeah. My mom always watched Murder, She Wrote. It was, like, her favorite show. I kind of remember it maybe being on a few times, but same. We didn't watch it, I don't think, because I didn't, yeah. I didn't even really know the premise. I mean, I knew the premise, but not where she lived, any of that. Yeah. So, like, not an, I did, definitely didn't watch it enough to be like, oh, I already kind of know who mm-hmm. she is, that she's a writer and all these different things. Yeah, I didn't, yeah, I didn't realize this 
amazing independent widow that, you know, jet sets all over the world. Mm-hmm. Didn't know that. This was one of the most successful and long-running shows in TV history. It earned Angela Lansbury four Golden Globe Awards out of mm-hmm. 10 nominations and 12 Emmy nominations. And then there were four TV movies from 97 to 2003. I watched one of them. It had, what is his name? Daniel Day Kim, is that his name? He was in Hawaii Five-0 and mm. Lost. I don't remember. Anyway, yeah, I did watch one of them. They were interesting. And what's her catchphrase? That's odd. That's odd. That That's not odd, Jessica. That's murder. <laughs> Don't you find this odd? <laughs> no. At this point, how do you find it odd right. that all right. this murder She's happens? She's like, oh, yeah, here we go. Murder again. Everywhere we go. You know what? Here's the deal. I myself have never stumbled across a murder. Me neither. So Me that neither. is odd. Yes. It is very odd. And how could you just yeah. In the I mean and again, her demeanor is always just like, "Oh, oh bother. I found a dead body." <laughs> oh, I bother. mean, it's very I, like I have to question the yeah. widow again. Yeah. And then she <laughs> and then she just notices everything. And I do have to say it's very She's very much more in tune. Well, again, I guess if you are around a murder, what seems like almost every day. Yeah. Um, you might get better at noticing the things than the police officers, who she seems to, because she's like, sheriff or officer mm-hmm. or whoever, did you notice the <laughs> tire here that has mud on it? Or did you notice yeah. this button that was missing? You know, it's like all these little things. And, you know... Detectives are very thorough and smart people, so it not makes these ones. In these it makes towns, them look really bad. Yeah, these these ones are not like, good. She's all, did you even check the inside of the car? And mm-hmm. they're like, why would we do that? It's not a murder. Exactly. But she also touches a lot of evidence beforehand, <laughs> too, which she's always, like, grabbing things. I better take this to the sheriff. Don't you yeah. think you should leave it there so they could see right. that it was at the murder scene? I'm just saying. And she seems to be able to have people brought in for questioning whenever she wants with mm-hmm. no probable cause or anything. And And gets to be there while it's happening also. Yes. I love it. I love it because it's all wrapped up in a bow. Like, it's Mm -hmm. it's very quick. You know, it's not Breaking Bad where I have to wait, like, a whole season to see the conclusion Mm -hmm. of whatever is going on here. Like, my mom would watch it when she was cleaning the house. It's very, like, you can go in and out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And... There's surprises. There's a lot of surprises because you always think it's one person mm-hmm. and then it's not. We're yeah. surprised. And it's interesting because she is, again, just trying to solve these things and she's just very in tune to it. But it's like she'll also, they show her a lot in her house and she'll be sitting there typing away, writing a new book or something. And then someone comes to the door and then there's like, and then just something ensues after that. It could just be like a regular day. And or she's offering Amos a second piece of pie in her house. And then just and then someone calls and is like, oh, that again, that's odd. And then they (laughs) run off and then she just goes with them or again or she's the person they all look to. Like Mm -hmm. random people will be like, oh, my God, Jessica, what do I do? And then she's trying to solve it or fix it or figure out what's been going on. She knows so many people. Mm -hmm. She knows like. Authors and professors all over. Yeah. She has all kinds of nieces and nephews like Courtney Cox. Yes. Courtney Cox. I love that that episode because 
who was all in that together? Was oh, it that the one that you. had? Uh, Hold on, let me find it. I was going to say, I wrote them all. Because I'm pretty sure Florence Pause. Henderson was in that one, too. Pause. Courtney Cox, Greg Evigan, and Florence that's Henderson. Right. All in the same Was episode. Greg Evigan, was that the one about the, that's right. The one about the circus. The circus one, yeah. Courtney Cox was Jessica's niece, and she was getting married. And it also had the kid from the Flight of the Navigator, if you ever saw that movie. I can't remember oh. his name. The name of the episode was Death Stalks the Big Top. And it was oh. season three, episodes one and two. Yes. She's getting married. Um, and then Jessica's late husband's brother had faked his own death and run away to the circus. Yes, because this was the girl's grandfather. That's she yeah. was hoping she wished had been there. And then he yeah. shows up at the end because he had faked his death. And yes. There's all this craziness. And I love seeing people, you know, in their way younger before they became big star mm-hmm. days. But, I mean, more than anything, I'm pretty sure I wrote down, I have like three pages of just people who appeared in episodes because I was like, the 80s was the time where you're just in Murder, She Wrote. If you're like <laughs> right? an actor. Act, and everybody. everybody knows that we're watching Dallas. Everybody from Dallas, mm. who's not like the main, main characters, yep. appears on Murder, She Wrote. Like yep. it's, and granted, this is at the exact same time. So there was, and it's so funny because it looks the same. Everything, you know, so much stuff is the same. And I thought, oh my God, there's so many people on here. And I, I just, yeah. I was trying to jot down the guest stars mm-hmm. in each episode. And I gave up after a while. Yeah. I was like. Every episode has guest mm-hmm. stars. I do have to say there was one specifically where I didn't even have to, like, I and I was kind of surprised. I could tell by this person's voice. I turned around, so, and it was a lady, she was, like, in an assisted living. And I heard her voice, because I think I was I think looking I at my phone, and I turned around, and I'm like, that's the lady who plays old lady Rose on the Titanic. Oh, yes. And I'm yes. like, and her name is Gloria yes. Stewart. And I had to look it up because I was like, that is 100% her. What episode was that? Hold on. I have uh, that written down here. Okay. So that was season three, episode 21. And it featured scenes from the 1949 movie Strange Bargain mm-hmm. starring Harry Morgan from MASH. There's yes. also everyone from MASH. Yes. Yes. He's one of three actors from that movie that appear in this episode. So they're playing clips from the original movie, and then they have those actors later, mm-hmm. and Jessica's helping them solve this 30-year-old mystery, which I'd never seen the movie, so I don't understand why it's not solved. Right. I think they're saying, like, he was wrongly accused or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Gloria Stewart is in that, and Richard Boehmer, who is the smarmy hotel owner from Twin Peaks. That's, That's who that guy right. was with the glasses. Okay, yep. He was also in West Side Story. And he's in six different episodes of this show as different characters. And I realized that he disturbs me almost as much as the creeper from Different Strokes. Oh, because Just because of Twin Peaks. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, it's that guy. So every time he came okay. out, I was like, oh, God, I can't. Because, you know, he was so creepy in Twin Peaks. Mm. So in that one, Jessica goes to visit a woman... On her patio, she's, like, questioning this other woman about the Mm. murder. And this woman is like, would you like some iced coffee? And she's like, sure. So this lady puts instant coffee into a glass, fills it from a pitcher that's been sitting out on her porch, and then stirs it. And then she gives it to Jessica, and Jessica's just standing there stirring this tepid (gasps) instant coffee. And I was like... Uh, like, that's not how you make iced <laughs> coffee. So anyway, yeah, holy guest stars. 
Oh, yes. Very. And so, like you said, several who go into different, who yeah. are in multiple episodes. Well, yeah. at first I wasn't like paying that much attention. I kind of was, but early on, Jeannie Francis is yes. her niece, is Jessica's niece also. So Jeannie Francis, of course, was most well known for being Laura on General Hospital. But of course, we also know her as being Brett Main on North and South, yes. which we've all talked about. And I love her. And in that episode, she's engaged to Jeff Conway. Yeah, she's married to Taxi Kinnicky. and Greece. Yes. <laughs> and she thinks he's having an affair, but it turns out he is a female impersonator mm-hmm. at a club. Also, Gabe Kaplan from Welcome Back Cotter is in that episode. And who else related to Jeannie Francis is in another episode? Anthony Geary. Luke of Luke and Laura. Oh, I didn't see that episode. He was in, Dang. He was like Russian or something. Okay. Like Jessica was up against the Russians. It was crazy. I was waiting to find all the people. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, man. I know. There's yeah. so many. Like Dak Rambo's in a couple episodes. Yes. And he, of yes. course, is Jack Ewing because we're watching Dallas. Season one is A Dog's Life. Guest stars Sue Ellen's dusty boyfriend, Dusty. Dusty, yep. Jared Martin. Mm-hmm. And also Dean Jones who was super dreamy in that darn cat. I don't know if I'm the only person who has that opinion about Dean Jones in the mm. early 60s, but that's fine. Maybe. He was in a couple other episodes. Then more from Dallas, Charlene Tilton, mm-hmm. who plays Lucy, the guy who worked with her at Mary's Hot Biscuit. I don't know what his name is. <laughs> uh, Jenna Lee Harrison from Three's Company mm. and Dallas. K- the, guy, K- the guy who plays Casey Denault, I don't know what his name is. He's on Dallas or whatever, Casey. and he ended oh, up in an episode. He? I didn't yep. see that one. Well, I have to point out Mitch was on to Lee McCluskey. Oh, hey, Lo- Lucy's husband oh, was hey, also. Him. I didn't see him. I'm so glad. I would have I would have texted you and be like, uh, oh, Mitch. You're like, oh, hey, I have him. to point out that General Jenna Lee Harrison's episode was called The Way to Dusty Death. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Oh, dang. I didn't even pay attention to that. That's awesome. And since we're talking about guest stars, Jerry Orbach, mm-hmm. who puts Baby in a corner, mm-hmm. played a private investigator named Harry McGraw in seven episodes. And the character was so popular that he got his own spinoff in 1987. It was called The Law and Harry McGraw. But I it, did not put that together. I remember hearing about really? that before, and I didn't even, well, because I didn't pay attention, I, and I never saw it. Right. But now that you just said that, I remember hearing about that show. Yeah. Well, it didn't do very well, and he went back to Murder, She Wrote. Oh. And then in 92, he took the role of Lenny Brasco in Law & Order. Well, that I didn't, yes. Which you watch. And I don't, I don't watch The Law & Order. I watch oh. The Law & Order SVU. Okay. So. Oh, you know who else from Dallas, of course, that was on? Was uh, Mark Grayson. Also known in real life as John Beck, he was on. Um, Possibly, and Dad Morgan Brittany, who played um, what's her bucket, Catherine, who's Pam mm-hmm. and okay, Pam's sister. Um, so yeah, all the Dallas people, and the guy who was fake jock was in an episode. Shut up, as a reverence. I, I was one. like, and then and uh, um, not only Afton, whose name is uh, Audrey Lander- Landers, yes. Audrey Landers. Yes. She's in an episode. So, of course, when I'm writing my notes, I'm looking at it. It says, Afton said this. Um, <laughs> Judy Landers is her sister. She's in a later episode. And I'm like, oh, that's, that's Afton again. Oh, wait. No, it's not. Who is that? Is that? I had to look she it up. Just like They're her. like, they talk exactly the same. That's and they crazy. look so similar that I had to look multiple times. Hmm. So, they were both in episodes. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And Afton is the one who said to... Uh, 
Jessica. Well, everyone knows you're the brains behind solving all the crimes. And in that same episode, Amos was like, people think you solve all my crimes for me. They were at a table in like her kitchen. And I'm like, well, duh. Duh, Amos. What so are you he doing? Says that, and Jessica was like, oh, no, 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 Amos. That's just silly. And of course, later, Af- the character Afton plays, I call her Afton. It's that's Audrey fine. Land- Audrey fine. Landers. She's like, everyone knows you're the brains behind it. And I was like, oh, oh no. The town thinks that. And poor Amos. <laughs> Well, I mean, he only lasted, what, like, 14 episodes? So maybe he just got tired of her shenanigans. He was in, yeah, I mean, I, I don't, was it only 14 episodes? Because he was in a lot um, of episodes it I was, watched. It was 19 episodes from 1984 to 1988. Oh, well, I guess I did mostly and watch a lot of the very beginning ones. replaced by the deputy or something. Okay. So some Friends guest stars that we saw, of course, Tom Selleck. Yes. Magnum on Ice, that was the crossover Crossover, episode. indeed. I liked oh. that. I was like, hey. He was looking good. Mm-hmm. I might have put some slow-mo clips on our TikTok if you all want to go over mm. to TikTok and see some slow motion. Nice. Magnum with some... Music legs. over it. And oh, I mean, I didn't get his legs, but it's fine. <laughs> anyway, that was season three. And Dusty from Dallas is also in this one. And he's working on a full Apple desktop computer outside on the lanai. <gasps> yes. And uh, you can imagine computers. there's like a big extension cord yeah. under the table. Yeah, going how do you do that? The, yeah, it was crazy. Mm. It was so hilarious. Uh, Jack Geller, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Elliot Gould. He's a police lieutenant. And Rachel Green's dad, Ron Liebman, is also oh, on, I didn't an see episode. that one. You know, I he's hard to recognize because he's so much younger. Mm. He changed a lot. Oh, that could be. Yeah, I may not have seen him. Um, did you did you see the episode where our favorite football player Dick Buckus is on? I did not see Dick Buckus. Because you know who else is in that episode is Caitlyn Jenner as Bruce Jenner. I did not is see that. Part, it's, and of course, it's football themed. Right. So, so I probably skipped it. He's, on, he's supposed to be a player on this team or something gets hurt. And there's like a whole thing. And I, and I just wrote down, what football themed TV show would be complete without Dick Buckus in the 80s? <laughs> um, so yeah, they were both in there and I just wrote that down. So I was like, oh my gosh, every show that we talk about, I feel like there's been some guest appearance by Dick Buckus. So. Yes. I mean, these people had good agents. Like, the yeah. show was like, I guess if a show gets big enough, yeah. then everybody I wants, mean, everybody to, be wants to be on it. And now that's kind of like a thing that's like why they are on it, to help the ratings of a show. And this just seemed sure. so like, and granted, I guess some of the, we think they're all, you know, important. I mean, like, Joanne Worley and Vicki Lawrence were in the same episode. Yeah. But um, like, Courtney Cox being on an episode was mm-hmm. not a big deal because no. she was just an actor right. at the time. Jane Leaves was on an episode. She too, was. And I was she like, was oh my God. Pretty much the same character she, she is yeah, in Frasier. Totally. She played um, Daphne in Frasier. We also had Haley Mills was in an episode. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Barry Williams and Robert Reed from Brady mm-hmm. Bunch were both in separate episodes. Sean Cassidy, uh, yeah. Dina Manoff, who played Marty in Greece, as in yes, I wrote Maraschino, that down. Yep, as in Cherry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, at first, I was like, "Is that actually her?" Like, because she looks very different. I was looking and I go, "Who is that? Who is yeah. that? I know who that is." And then, it, then she did something that I was like, "Oh, I yeah. know exactly who it is." Uh, John Amos from Good Times, mm-hmm. Shirley Jones, mm-hmm. Gavin McLeod was in an episode. He was like. It was like a dance instructor or something. I didn't or know that. Was, yeah. They had a variety Speaking show. of dance instructors, you know who's in the episode except it said, I okay, is, where did I write it down? The chick who wants to get with Johnny on Dirty Dancing. 
who's <gasps> married. Mo's wife. Mo's. Yes, I love her. She's in that dance when episode. Mo. And yes. she like, she makes this weird. Oh, it's like super brief. And I was like, oh, that's gotta be her. So I looked up that lady mm-hmm. and it just said she was on Murder, She Wrote in 89. And I'm like, or whatever year. And I was mm-hmm. like, that would have been about when this was. And I was like, oh, that was her. How I did, did I just, I caught a glimpse of her. And I was like, oh my God, that's her. Didn't see her at all. And Rue McClanahan was in an episode. Okay. I believe you. Awesome. And Larry from Three's Company, whose name yes. I can't Michael think McKean. Of. And his name is Larry on uh, Murder, She Wrote. So well, I was like, on yes. Better Call Saul, it's Chuck. Mm. But yes, he also was Lanny and Laverne and Shirley. Danny Tanner's girlfriend. I don't know the actor's name. I don't know the character of Danny Tanner's <laughs> name, his girlfriend's, girlfriend's name. name. But she was Rusty's mom. And Rusty was the kid that everybody hated. Oh, okay, that's right. He was right. the cousin yes. Oliver yes. of Full House. Of Full House. Uh, Mike Farrell, who's Honeycutt on MASH. Mm-hmm. And also... So many MASH people. Yeah, so David Ogden Steers, or whatever thinking. his name is. Sally Struthers, as in, do you want to make more money? Sure, we all do. <laughs> sure, we all do. <laughs> and Graham Greene, who was in Dances with Wolves and Thunderheart. And now I so much want to watch Dances with oh, Wolves. Oh, man. I don't think I've seen that in forever. God. Okay, so, tangent. We were having, like, a 90s movie... Uh, we were in a 90s movie mood last night. Mm-hmm. My husband, uh, executive producer Greg Marcus and I. Mm-hmm. So we watched Indiana Jones and The Last Crusade. Oh, wow. And now I want to watch so many more <laughs> movies. <laughs> that sounds amazing. So yeah, that's what I have for guests. I was going to say the episode you mentioned that Sean Cassidy was in, mm-hmm. um, that Karen Grassel was also in that. And she's the she plays the mom in... Um, uh, Little House on the Prairie. I'm oh, sure yeah, yeah. J. I, Eddie Peck. Did you see J. Eddie Peck? Who's that? We're watching currently season 12 of Dallas. Yes. So J. Eddie Peck is the guy who plays Tommy. I'm just wondering now all of a sudden if you've gone <laughs> to that episode. <laughs> Wait a minute. you just Tommy, told me how many episodes you've Tommy watched. Is, I know who Tommy um, is. Tommy? So, so you know McKay, the McKay family, obviously. Yes. You know I haven't met okay. Tommy yet. So he has I know co- of But you Tommy. know of him. Yes. So he okay. plays Tommy. Right. FYI. Okay. And I was like, I don't just know him from Dallas. Why do I know him? He played Hawk Hawkinson on Days of Our Lives <laughs> in Hawkinson. the 90s. I'm pretty That's sure that amazing. was his name. That's great. Um, and, uh, and speaking of Days of Our Lives, McDonald Carey, who plays the very famous... Uh, Dr. Tom Horton, the patriarch of the Horton family on Days of Our Lives, made an appearance as a lawyer in Murder, She Wrote. And I was so excited. And I wrote, aw, Tom Horton, because I love him. So, yes, Tom Mm -hmm. Horton was also in there. And I have so many people. And some people I write down their name and whatever else I knew them in. Yeah. And never looked them up. Like, Mom Sally from North and South is in an episode and she kills her husband. Do you know who George Firth is? No. Okay. He was on an episode, and I'm like, that guy was on the monkeys. And so then I tried to look it up, and he's nowhere, he's not listed. Or he, I looked him up, and it's the episode that I can't think of the name. It's the episode where the girl with the painting and Peter, what's that episode? Like, he steals the painting Oh, and the yeah, girl. the, the, is that, that's not the Royal Flash. I know what you're talking about. You but do. Yes, yeah. The guy, the, the, 
the crazy guy <laughs> who tries to keep them apart. Like, you know, and he has the oh, weird that faces. Guy, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. That's yeah. him. And that's funny. Not, but on his there's, Wikipedia page, uh-huh. the monkeys does not appear that he was on there. You know, there's a couple of monkeys-related people all over the place here. We're right in that niche of, like, where everybody was on the same shows from the 60s through the 80s, probably. Like, and everybody's yeah. just, like, doing their job, like, mm-hmm. going on this show. And we're, like, we've now recognized them from stuff that we watch in mm-hmm. the 90s and, and you obsessed. know, later on. And we're completely obsessed. This show actually was originally written for Gene Stapleton, who played Edith Bunker on All in the Family. Mm-hmm. But she turned it down and... Would she use her Edith Bunker voice? I know. I was kind of <laughs> like, that's... In- and can you even imagine it being anybody else now that you... And no. that goes with every show ever. It's a but, different character. Yeah. But just the main, like, tonight on Murder, she wrote. <laughs> Jessica is so proper and prim, mm-hmm. but also really funny. hmm And... Yeah, a little saucy. I was going to say that, too. Notice we were talking how you were saying how, like, they get, it gets wrapped up in a bow. And, like, mm-hmm. and I, it's, like, at the end of episodes, everything gets wrapped up. And then there's, like, some kind of joke a lot of times at the end. And they're all just, like, Sorry. oh, ha, ha, ha. And then it's, like, it ends on this, like, high note. Yeah. And I'm, like. And then they have the happy music. Yeah. Group. And then it, <laughs> yeah. It's so fun. Um, okay. So, like we said earlier, Jessica Lu- lives in a cute house in Cabot Cove, Maine. Yes. Where she has always lived. Mm-hmm. And she is a widow. And yes. she has decided, even with her much money from her lucrative career, she's going to stay in this little town in Maine. The show is actually mostly filmed in California. And the harbor that we see all the time mm-hmm. can be seen on the Universal Studios tram tour because it was used in the 1975 movie Jaws. Oh, well, of course. So I when think. you guys go on the Universal tram tour, which I wish I could do, I know. you can be like, yay, Jessica Fletcher! Woo! And then everybody will be like, you're an idiot. They'll be like, what are you talking about? This is Jaws. This is Jaws. There's a shark. And we'll be like, oh, contraire. <laughs> Oh, contraire. <laughs> oh, contraire, mon frere. <laughs> Must be crazy. There is actually no real Cabot Cove, but there is a little place in Kenny Bunkport, Kenny Bunk, Kenny Kenny Bunkport. Bunkport called The Cottages at Cabot Cove. Oh. And they're super cute. And I looked into them. Maybe I was um, dreaming that I could go on vacation. No. Should be on our tour. <laughs> um, also, we forgot to mention she is a widow, but she also used to be an English teacher. Yes. There's a few episodes I realized where she starts getting into being a professor mm-hmm. early on. And then I didn't get to watch a lot of the later stuff, but they were saying she starts to teach in New York. Um, and I kind of realized how funny that is because I watched a show. I'm sure most people know it was out recently, so we won't talk about it. But it's called How to Get Away with Murder. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely way more uh crazy but um it, i was like oh a professor and then murders actually happen in real life interesting there's a right, crossover right, 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 there right. so yeah maybe yeah. they based it on that but i mean i can imagine like what if this was a reboot on amc mm. you know is it amc mm-hmm. is that what i'm thinking of where they do like breaking bad and stuff oh i don't know amc is like the old movie channel so maybe not no, that's turn that's tm's TCM. TCM. So maybe. I don't know. If they were to reboot this Mm -hmm. today, she would, well, I mean, she'd be even saucier. Mm -hmm. But she'd also have, like, a lot of saucy relationships. Yes. I think there'd be a lot of, like, hooking up. 
Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. There would definitely be something different to it. And I read that they at, they wanted to possibly do something a few years back. And then she was like, no, because I would want to still be who I was then, like to actually have Angela Lansbury be yeah. in it. And she's like, and I can't, I'm not that young person right. anymore. And which is also, again, comical to me, because you know how I'm obsessed with the ages of people on the shows. She would have been 59 when Murder, She Wrote started. And we talk about how people dressed in the 80s and mm-hmm. how they didn't look like their age and whatever. And I was like, and then, but she's always, she was, in the in the theme song, she she jogs and she <laughs> yeah. rides her bike yes. everywhere. Yes. And, but then, you know, they just show her in all these different aspects. And I was like, oh, Jessica. So, yeah, as she goes through, she's, um, during the run of the show, she would have been, so it was 12 years, right? So she would have ended when oh, she was yeah. like 71. I know. It was so long. And in 1988, she felt like uh, she was, she needed to be slowing down. Like mm-hmm. she couldn't work so much all the time. And so that's when she started doing episodes where she would just narrate at the beginning and she would talk to the camera. And then you'd have a lot more stuff going on with the side characters. Which I always thought was good, too, like in the beginning. How did they not realize maybe that's the theme they should have gone with um, as, like, again, because she's playing this role and she's just a writer and all these murders happen. (laughs) But, like, in the beginning, why didn't they think, you know what, all of these should be a book she wrote or a little, like, each one. And then she could still be in it as a new person each time. You know, like, I kind of always thought about that. You mean, like, when she was her identical cousin? Yes, a couple times. Oh, The whole episode I just watched where she, oh, and better yet, that cousin solved the crime when and Jessica's nowhere in this episode no, that right. I watched. She it's just the cousin. And she like they're going in to confront someone and she looks down and sees mud on a tire and then somehow <laughs> knows that somebody did something. And then at the end they were like, the guy there was like, You should uh join us, like on his police force. It's mm. different though in England or wherever they're at. And she goes, Oh no, no. And he goes, Well, you have a real knack for it. And she's like, Well, let's just say it runs in the family. Yes. <laughs> That was wasn't like, she holding Aw. one of Jessica's books and she's all mine. Oh, she and she might. had she looked really good. She had like red hair mm-hmm. and she was all like done up. And th- was that the one with Mr. Belvedere? Yes. But not yep. Mr. Belvedere. Yes, okay. Mr. Belvedere was in that one. So, real quick, before we wrap it up, we have to talk about the cast, mm-hmm. which is just Dame Angela Lansbury. Yes. She's the only person in the entire series. I mean, we've got other side characters that Come and go, but we'll talk about them. She was born October 16, 1925 in London. And to escape the German bombing in 1940, her family moved to the U.S. And she studied acting in New York. And then she moved to Hollywood and signed with MGM in 1942. She became a U.S. citizen in 1951. And then she became an Irish citizen in like... 1970. So she had triple citizenship. In 1945, she married actor Richard Cromwell. She was 19 and he was 35. Oh. And they were only married for like a year, but they stayed friends. There was always good. I think there was a little bit of, um, there was, there's speculation that the marriage was kind of a cover up Mm. for something else going on in his personal life. Um, three years later, she married actor and producer Peter Shaw, and they had two children, and he had one child from his first marriage, and he passed away in 2003, and then they had three grandchildren and five great-grandchildren, 
And she passed away this last October, just a couple months ago, at 96. 96. She'll always be the voice, you know, of course, in Beauty and the Beast. And yeah. I'm like, oh. She'll always be the bed knobs and broomsticks mm-hmm. lady. And all those Disney movies. And she was a fabulous singer. And mm-hmm. in a couple episodes, like when she was her identical cousin, mm-hmm. she sang. Yep. There were four other, like, regulars mm-hmm. on the show. In order of appearance, they were William Wyndham, who played Dr. Seth Hazlitt in 53 episodes. Ron Massick was Sheriff Mort Metzger in 41 episodes. Louis Hurtum, Hurtum plays Deputy Andy Broom in 25 episodes. He took over for Tom Bosley, who played oh. Sheriff Amos Tupper. Mm-hmm. In 19 episodes. I don't know why Tom Bosley left. He's the person I think of when I think of who else was in Murder, She Wrote. The, I, I always think I, of him first. To be and again, you know, I try to watch as many of these as I can, but I watched from the beginning and really only got to watching the first, like, four or five seasons. And I just assumed he was there for the long haul because he was in tons of yeah, episodes I saw. he's always on So it. I thought, oh, he must be on for the duration mm-hmm. of the show. That's what I thought. But he, but then he went on to do Father Dowling Mysteries. Oh, which that's is true. another one that my mom would always watch. Mm. And I think that during the day on like USA Network or whatever, they were on back to back. Interesting. Probably, so yeah. that would make sense. He was probably like, "Hey, I want to do. I want to be a mystery show where some woman <laughs> doesn't show me up when I'm trying to do my She's cop work." Exactly. <laughs> Poor Amos. What else do you have to say about Murder, She Wrote? This was really fun. I actually, you know, I was like, okay, I'm going to watch some Murder, She Wrote. And then I started with episode one, and Mm -hmm. I got so sucked in. And I thought the first season was the best season. It really was. And I thought the same thing. I was kind of like, oh, you know, I'm always like, I don't know, this is just going to be what's this going to be like? I don't really remember. I don't really watch it. And then same thing. I got sucked in and it was like, and it's one of those where you can kind of like trail off and look at Mm -hmm. something else and know what's happening. But there were too many where I was like, then I did, I just got all sucked in and and I started to go back and I'm trying to solve it. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And then my earbuds have started like zapping out at the gym (laughs) and I'm trying to watch it on my phone while I'm doing cardio. And I'm like, oh my God, what just happened? What'd they just say? I'm like, pause. I'll have to wait. And then someone's looking over your shoulder and they're like, Mm -hmm. she is watching murder. I always wonder when I'm at the gym (laughs) if people are looking over my shoulder to see my phone because I watch the craziest things, of course. My boss always wants to know what I'm watching Mm -hmm. because sometimes I watch TV when I'm working at home. And she's like, so what you watching this week? I'm like, murder, she wrote. Mm -hmm. Of course you are. (laughs) I know. I say that in passing conversation to my friends or when I'm at work, I'm like, Something, something. And I'm like, and I can't because I'm watching Murder, She Wrote. And they just like, they don't even, I mean, it's not like what, because they know. And they're just, they're, they're not like, they oh, just, they remade Murder, They're she just kind of laugh like, ha, ha, ha. And I'm like, because they all know about the podcast. So they're yeah. like, hey, okay. Excellent. Um, I did want to say, we talked about this, that there are, um, and again, Angela Lansbury is a great actress. Yeah. But she, um, some of her reactions at times, are hilarious, I do have to say. Because, I mean, first of all, she could, she also confronts murderers at the end of episodes, seemingly by herself. But usually there's a sheriff at lurking or somebody who can stop the killer. Although she starts having a conversation and then people just pour out their soul. 
And they're like, oh yes, I did it. And here's how. Well, now I have to take care of you. And she kind of like backs up like, "Uh," and then somebody jumps in to (laughs) save the day. But my favorite is somebody pulled out a gun one time too. And she's all just very like, (laughs) to the gun. And I'm like, oh my God. And I know you guys listening can't see that. Hopefully we'll put that up so you can see my lovely fake reaction to that. But she (laughs) would always do stuff like that. Or again, at the end, like she'd come upon a body and again, just be like this very just trying to look over things. Not, I mean, I'm seeing a dead body. I'm probably one, throwing up. (laughs) And two, like being really shocked. I mean, I'm probably going to, I mean, at least you're going to go, and no, she's all business as usual. She's all like, oh, here's another one I have to solve. (laughs) But her faces just would crack me up throughout. So hopefully those are, I just, I was like, so the one with the gun just cracked me up. I was, she just was like, she'd always have this like, look like, oh, and then all of a sudden there's a gun. And I'm like, okay. Or the same, somebody came after her with a syringe with, of something that they used on someone else. And she's just, and then she's like, and then they come closer and closer. And then somebody, the guy comes in and, and like grabs the hand and she goes, oh. Did you, were you just going to confront that person and hope they didn't stab you with the syringe? She's never armed either. No, no. She knows she's putting herself in dangerous situations. Always. I mean, the Simon brothers got tied up regularly right. and they were armed. Right. I'm like, that happens to cops. They get tied up and they get, you know, kidnapped. And nope, Jessica's just like... I'm just going to do this. Yeah, and, I'm just going to go into dangerous situations yeah. with no precaution. And again, confronts killers, and then they confess to her. So that's even worse. And then all of a sudden, and I love that. Oh, now i got to take care of you. And then she'll be like, oh, look, I had the phone on. Sheriff, did you get that? Let's get that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, darn. And then they're like, oh, foiled again. Okay. Oh, if you like our podcast and you want to give back, you can join our Patreon or donate on Buy Me. A coffee.com. Um, speaking of murder, mm. since I've been watching way too much crime shows, yeah, I was thinking about like how suspicious would it be like our activity, our everyday activity were uncovered, like if if one of us, God forbid, was murdered mm-hmm. and Jessica Fletcher came to our house. Right. She'd be like, like when you came into my house mm-hmm. earlier. <laughs> I came into the house tonight. The and door was open. <laughs> the front door was open. So I opened it, of course. And I, you know, and I was just like, hi, murderer here. And then I'm like, hey, your garage door's open. <laughs> right, right, right. And so I, I, I had no idea the no, garage door was and open. And that never happened. But you I've been still to your house in, you I did. still walked in the house. I did. Like Jessica Fletcher. I did. You were like, oh, there's a door suspiciously open. I'm going to walk in this I house. Better I better walk there's in not a murderer. and just like start like doing, you know, looking around in corners and Even with my back to corners. Were Jessica and you thought I mm. might have been murdered because mm-hmm. my garage door was open, you still mm-hmm. would have walked in. I would have. And been have. like, yeah. is there a murder happening here? Yes. I'm Jessica Fletcher. And see, I'm a mystery writer. And I almost wished that you had been setting me up and that you would have oh been laying God. on the floor. And I would have walked in and gone. <sighs> and not, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have freaked out. I would have been like, oh, a murder. Oh. I knew it. The door was open. Time I knew to it. call murder. Sheriff Amos. <laughs> is that his name? Yes. Oh, my God. Anyway, we're going to talk more about this on our Patreon. Yes. We got a whole patreon episode so if you want to come over to patreon you can join for our feed for as little as two dollars a month Mm -hmm. and you can listen to all the back episodes and everything 
And also to our loyal patrons who stuck with us through our absence because we have been gone for a little while. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. Thank you. I can tell you that when we have a dry month where we don't post anything um, or don't have any new content, we don't bill our patrons for that month. Because we have the option on Patreon to turn off billing. So we don't bill for months where we don't post anything new, but you can still get all the content. You still have access to it. Even yes. if you're not built. So I just want to let everybody know that. We'd love to have you come over. We got a lot of other episodes that aren't necessarily related to TV where we get a little <laughs> crazy. crazy. So anyway, um, let's wrap up Murder, She Wrote. Yes. With, I wish I can't even sing the theme song, know, but it's very happy. I, it's very happy. There's typing. It's, it's, all, it's yeah. very sweet. It's typing. Dun, 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 dun. I don't know. Yes. Anyway, cheers. Cheers. Clink, clink. If you enjoy the show, please leave a review and also subscribe so you won't miss an episode. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We love to hear from our listeners. For additional content, check us out at patreon.com slash tvtangents.